Welcome in everyone to another episode of my Dynasty Fantasy Football content. This time we're doing Dynasty Buys. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And let's jump into the first one. Michael Pittman. So I don't think people really realize what Pittman has actually done in his NFL career. So in 2021, 88 catches, 1,029 yards, and 129 targets. 2022, 99 catches for 925 yards, 141 targets. Then this year, we went up to 109 catches, 1,152 yards, and 156 targets. He is a target monster. The only reason he's undervalued is because he's only scored in four years 15 career touchdowns. I don't think that Michael Pittman is bad at scoring touchdowns. I think he's been on the wrong side of meh quarterback play. He's never really had a good quarterback in his career. And also of TD regression. The Colts are obviously going to retain him uh, as their clear wide receiver one. They need him. They can use the franchise tag on him. He's absolutely worth it. He's not going anywhere. But his current ADP seems a little bit low. Wide receiver 15, 23.17 overall. DLF rank, uh, wide receiver 16. I have him at wide receiver 12. My main issue is that ranks and ADP have players like Jalen Waddell, Devonta Smith, and even DK Metcalf ahead of Michael Pittman. Those players are not target hogs. They don't command the same level of targets. They are different. Pittman has shown a volume, which is repeatable over years, whereas you're relying on efficiency that's less repeatable. So some trade ideas for Pittman. Start with a real trade. Pittman and Cole Komet for Jordan Addison and Curtis Samuel. It's a pretty easy one. I'd rather have Komet over Samuel and Jordan Addison. I like Jordan Addison, but if they don't retain Kirk Cousins, which is looking less and less likely every day, I'll be the two behind Justin Jefferson with who knows who at quarterback. I don't know how I feel about that. So, yeah, I would much rather have the Pittman side here. And then in this one, kind of just throwing it out there, probably can offer... 108, even try to go down to 109 in Superflex for Pittman. People are going to, I've heard a lot of this kind of trade lately. Try it. You know, people always want rookie picks. Maybe you can even wait until the rookie draft gets closer. You can pay less. But if you can get Pittman for that kind of deal, I think you'll find it to be a steal later on. Now, next one. So my next buy, uh, Michael Meyer. He seems to be unfairly dismissed. In ADP, and I get it. The Raiders are kind of a shit show on a lot of levels. Um, he had 27 catches for 304 yards and two touchdowns as a rookie, 1.9 catches and 21.7 yards per game, but he wasn't in a good situation. Devontae Adams was the target hog, Jacoby Myers was the clear wide receiver, too. And with Jimmy Garoppolo and then Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, it wasn't going to support a lot of fantasy weapons. Meyer earned the role that we expected him to earn. Before his injury in week 15, he had an 80% snap share or higher in six straight games. So he was playing every snap. He saw the workhorse usage just like his college career and high second-round draft capital suggested that he would. But because he didn't really produce all that much, his ADP is very low. You know, tight end 18, 129.17 overall. 
Current TLF rank is more in line with my rank. Both of them tied in 12. The thing is, I think we have to remember that while there are some Sam Laportas, there are also a lot of Trey McBrides, players who didn't do anything really in year one. And then year two come out and absolutely smash. That does happen. Not every tight end hits in year one, especially tight ends, a position that takes the longest to learn. So I think Michael Myers way undervalued, especially since he had pretty good underlying metrics as a rookie. Now here are a couple trades involving Myers. So Meyer and 25 first, second and third for Rashad White. I mean, that's kind of insane to me. I'd much rather have just the 25 first over white, let alone all the other things. So if you can get him in a trade like this as a throw in, I, I love that kind of move. And then a suggestion, maybe throw a 25 second at him or a late 24 second super flex tight end premium formats. And I think you might be able to get Meyer for less than what you paid for him last year. And given his rookie year where he was involved, I don't think he should cost less. I think he should cost the same or, or more. Anyway, third buy, Ramondre Stevenson. Now, it's rare to ever hear me say buy a running back, let alone an older one. But his price dictates that he should be a buy. He still averaged 13 carries per game and 4.0 yards per carry, despite being on a horrific offense. The 2023 Patriots are not going to get any offensive awards. Still actually 3.2 receptions per game, which is really good receiving volume for a running back. Although he only got 19.8 yards on that volume. Once again, the problem is he had four total touchdowns and it's unlikely to repeat on the volume he got. He's probably going to get more touchdowns. Patriots offense is not going to be as bad in 2024 as it was in 2023. It's just so unlikely to be that bad again. Usually things regress to the mean. So as for the Patriots, I don't think they're going to bring in a high-priced veteran running back. That doesn't really seem like where they are. There are no incoming running backs in this draft. It's bad. It's a bad draft class. There are no incoming running backs that are going to come in and displace Stevenson as the starter. There's nobody who's even that good. It's current ADP, uh, running back 22, 80 overall. DLF ranking is RB19, and I have him at RB16. So some trade ideas. Ramondre Stevenson, I saw a lot of versions of this. Ramondre Stevenson for 2024 second. I think if you can pay like a mid-second, mid-even late second to acquire Ramondre Stevenson, you'll be thankful for that when we get to August and you're potentially playing him in your lineup. And then just kind of a rankings issue within position. I would much rather have Ramondre Stevenson over this list of players. Tony Bollard, who's older and doesn't have a team for next year. We don't know where he's going to be. Zach Charbonnet, who is younger, but is stuck behind Kenneth Walker and will never, ever overtake Kenneth Walker. So you're just going to be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And I don't really like that kind of investment for that long of a wait. And then the Steelers duo of Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Well, you know, given their new offensive coordinator, I wish you the best of luck with those two. Uh, but I would rather have Ramondre Stevenson. I think he's more clearly entrenched as a starter, whereas those two are in a 50-50 committee. But for those reasons, I think Ramondre Stevenson is someone you can target either as a buy or in startup drafts, even probably more so in startup drafts than on the trade market because his ADP is really low. Now, if you like the video so far, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Additionally, you can ask advanced questions for the videos. Uh, on the Patreon at 
patreon.com slash fantasy advice. It's up there, top right corner. Uh, patrons also get my full dynasty ranks, rookie ranks, positional ranks, redraft ranks when it's up, starts it during the season, all of that. And, you know, I really appreciate everyone who signs up for the Patreon. The Patreon supports the rest of the content. Without the Patreon, there won't there wouldn't be a YouTube, there wouldn't be Twitter, anything, there wouldn't be any of the other content. So if you like what I'm doing, make sure to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, because otherwise, uh, I don't know. It, it's been it's been hard. It's been hard to get people to sign up for the Patreon lately. It's felt like a brutal market uh for you know a lot of different reasons. But I just, you know, I can provide a level of advice on there that is difficult to find on the other platforms. So I just appreciate everyone who signs up. Usually I would do Patreon questions, but we just did a video on Monday. So we covered a lot of those questions. We did a Dynasty Trade questions from the Patreon. So instead, we will cover Arthur Smith, <laughs> the new Steelers offensive coordinator. Well, I wish the Steelers' offensive weapons the best of luck. Imagine George Pickens playing the wide receiver role in the Smith offense that involves a lot of blocking. We saw that uh, he didn't want to do that. He just jumped over the block last year. Now, we think, is he going to get Pat Fryermuth involved? Maybe. Pat Fryermuth does block better than Kyle Pitts. But Darnell Washington kind of seems like a Smith guy. So watch him get red zone looks, taking away from everyone else. And as some people are saying, well, look at the Titans. A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry were great. Well, I don't know if I would look at that for Arthur Smith. He made the best running back in the league good. Wow, I'm so impressed that he did that. Made a top five wide receiver in A.J. Brown succeed. Wow. Wow. That's really impressive. Doesn't impress me. Not at all. Not even a little. There is no A.J. Brown on the 2024 Steelers. They don't even have a Drake London, let alone an A.J. Brown. There's certainly no Derrick Henry. They have a, you know, a slow, plotting version and, you know, kind of a quick, different style running back who, you know, kind of is a mixed bag. It, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, but certainly no Derrick Henry. They don't even, like I said, they don't have a Bijan Robinson. They don't have a Drake London, and they don't have a Kyle Pitts. They don't have any of that. They also don't have a quarterback. Is Kenny Pickett really better than Desmond Ritter? No, not really. They're very similar level. If anything, Desmond Ritter's maybe a little better because he's a little more mobile. What I'm sure Arthur Smith will do is find a way to get Connor Hayward and Calvin Austin involved. I know he'll find a way to do that. A good coordinator works with what he has and maximizes their strengths. It's easy to make elite players good. Anyone can do that. I could be an offensive coordinator and make Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown good. That is not hard. What is harder is when you don't have good stuff and you still have to make it work. And he, despite having bad, you know, bad groceries as Bill Parcells would say, he managed to somehow overcook the meal and make everything worse than it could be in Atlanta. So imagine what it will look like when he has less to work with instead of more. So I wish them the best of luck. I think it'll be a disaster, at least for the passing offense, 
The running offense will probably be fine. I think you just won't know between Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. You're not going to be able to trust one over the other. I think it'll be go very back and forth. I don't imagine it'll be any worse, really, than it was down the stretch for them. But the passing offense, forget it. He's not going to be able to get the most out of Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is just bad. And Arthur Smith's not going to fix that. So, yeah, I would expect Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, they're not going to be in my top 30 for redraft. And I lowered them both in Dynasty, especially George Pickens, who really is not a fit for this offense at all. But anyway, if you like, once again, if you like the video, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Make sure to sign up for the Patreon. All rookie content outside of a video here and there will be on the Patreon. Rankings will not be published on Twitter. I don't think I'm doing that anymore. So if you want the ranks and everything, make sure to sign up for Patreon. You can also chat in the Patreon Discord. But until next time, I want to thank everyone for watching, and I will see you all later. Peace out.